From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. If you're just getting ready this morning, partly sunny and hot, highs in the low to mid-80s. And just for comparison, let's just take a walk to Chicago for a second on this Monday morning. Mm. In Chicago, it's 35 degrees, may snow tomorrow. Here we're talking about low to mid-80s, and you felt it over yesterday, over the weekend. Minneapolis looking at a high of 29. Here, 80 degrees in most places. Yeah, but our nights are cold. Wait, I don't feel bad about it. You don't have to, it's not like you need to brag about us being cold somewhere. Well, if they're listening, I'm not trying to make them feel bad. No, if they're listening, they're listening because they want us to talk about being in the heat. That warms yeah. them up. Or if you are listening, oh, call please. us and tell us about how does 29 feel today. Okay, Hanukkah ends at sundown tonight. And today we have got an all-new Ryan's Roses. Now listen to this. His wife has an assistant at work that he never really paid much attention to, he says. Because this is from the husband writing to us to do the Ryan's Roses. But recently, after looking into things, I guess there are some really major red flags. So, Sisney, this is a one where we've got a... We're flipping it. Flipping the script. We've got to call the wife. So how do we do that when we call the wife? We usually say that we need to confirm a delivery address or we get the name of the person that he's speculating she's cheating with and okay. say that he's sending her a gift. All right. So we're going to do that out of uh, Northridge in just a little bit. Hey, Natalie, good morning. How are you? Hi, good morning. I'm good. How are you? Super good. So uh, you're, it just says deodorant detox on the call screen. So I'm trying to piece it together to figure <laughs> out what, what where are you call, what are you calling about, Natalie? <laughs> So, yeah, I um, listened to Tanya's podcast, Scrubbing In, and she was talking about how she is trying to switch to the natural deodorant, um, and she mentioned that she felt like she smelled bad, and so I had DM'd her um, and just said, hey, uh, try using this Aztec Secret Bentonite Clay, and um, it works really well as a mask, and so, yeah, I was just calling in to, to chat about that. So, uh Okay. Uh, Tanya, how many different places and for how long have you talked about this deodorant <laughs> crisis? Because um, keep, it keeps resurfacing. Well, when I well, I was doing our podcast and Beck and I were separated and I said this is a good thing that we're separated because I was in that phase of being really stinky of my detox. But the thing that I didn't realize is that so many people are trying to detox their armpits. I've never gotten more... <laughs> messages Reaction. or in, in my so, life so over let, something. Let me, I was near you on Friday. I did not smell anything <laughs> bad. Did you overload perfume or anything? Because I didn't smell anything so when detoxy. I have, when I have like for Thanksgiving, I wore deodorant and for Jingle Ball, I wore deodorant because I'm a little bit still nervous about being around people and, and stinking. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of goes in waves. And your solution, Natalie, is an Aztec clay yeah, so you can find it on Amazon. It's like 10 bucks. Basically, it's bentonite clay, which is a, a mineral that you find in the ground. And you mix it with a little bit of water and a little bit of apple cider vinegar. And after you shower, you just stick it in your armpits, let them dry for about 15 minutes, and then rinse it off. And I swear I can do that and then not wear deodorant for like two wow. days and I won't smell like anything. And do you have to keep doing that, or you do it one time? Is it a reapply routine? Good question. So, yeah, it's something that you would need to continue doing, and I never stuck with it long enough. Some people say that if you, you know, do it consistently for X amount of days that, you know, you won't have to keep doing it. But I've just kind of done it as needed. So, um, but, yeah, it lasts for a while, Amazing. Uh, look, I'm I'm down to not put toxins into your armpit. So mm-hmm. thank you for this. I'm glad we deciphered what it was you're calling about. It sounds very helpful. So we appreciate it. Thank yeah. you, Natalie. And thank you, Tanya, for taking this to the many platforms that you have. Thank you. <laughs> also, we're exposing the, the crisis. Your chlorophyll um, hack about little yeah. drops in yeah. the water. A lot of people are suggesting that as well. Yeah, I heard if you drink chlorophyll, that will create no aroma from your body at some point. You don't have to wear deodorant. It is the morning hack this morning on KISS FM, then your quote of the day. So our vision. 
Now, my vision sometimes at night, I had LASIK years ago, and sometimes at night, the bright lights halo me up a little bit. A little bit. They say that LASIK goes away after a while. Well, I had mine a long time ago, and it still works, but at night, I get a little halo around the eyes. (sighs) But then I just, you know, I I have glasses. I put on my glasses. Not not a big struggle. Anyway, Uh um, our vision needs to be sharp when we drive, so do this before you start the car. Cross and uncross your eyes. That's what someone says. I worry because I always told was like as a kid they're gonna get stuck, and so mm. researchers say doing this sharpens distance of focus by thirty one percent almost immediately. I don't like it's it. extreme. It's like, it's like I could see that board for me. Oh, I love crossing my eyes. I see what you did there. You said I can see that. Funny because that's the whole point. <laughs> yeah. Then sh- here all morning, guys. Cross and uncross your eyes. All right. Today's quote, denying fear never fixes it. Accepting fear turns it into fuel. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Let's get to the headlines this Monday morning. Well, beginning today, travelers heading to the U.S. will be required to show evidence of a negative test for the virus within one day of boarding their flight instead of three days prior. Also, Biden will extend the federal rule requiring passengers on planes, trains, and buses to wear face masks through March 18th. It was actually scheduled to expire mid-January. Los Angeles Unified School District parents protested the district's vaccine mandate for students at the Parents Call the Shots rally in Westwood yesterday. Parents used a locked gate at Wilshire Boulevard and Veteran Avenue to symbolize an estimated 20,000 LAUSD students will be forced to take online classes because they are unvaccinated. They say their kids are being excluded, isolated, segregated, shamed, and bullied for the decisions that aren't even theirs to make. Beverly Hills is adding more police and security officers to its streets amid a spike in crime that has residents on edge. Five new officers are joining the Beverly Hills Police Department and the city will be developing additional armed private security officers for street patrols. The department is also recruiting lateral and pre-service police officers. If you're interested, you can visit joinbhpd.org. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Lil Nas X right there in 102.7 KISS FM. Well, what's so incredible is that his performance blew everybody away. He was definitely the highlight of Friday night. And also, you being backstage with Ed Sheeran, we need to play that interview back. Christmas time for Ed Sheeran. Last year, you were locked down. This year, hopefully, there'll be a little bit more family around. Yeah, well, I don't. I finish work the day before Christmas. so um, literally, literally, Christmas yeah. Eve. Well, because I just brought out this Christmas song, so yes. there's lots of Christmas. Merry Christmas. Stuff yeah. going on, yeah, which is, uh, which is cool. But, yeah, I'll see. For me, I mean, my family and my wife's family live, like, in a 10-mile radius. And all of my friends live in a sort of 20-mile radius. So um, I'll see... Everyone, and have you put together like the the cookie and the carrot and the things that you put out for yeah, Father yeah. Christmas? I should say, right, Father Christmas. Father Christmas, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you do the the sugar and have the little footsteps. Ha- yeah, you, you have it all all worked out. Yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas is the single that you did with Elton John. Yep. I was surprised to hear that that's, that title was available. Well, so lots of people have proved me wrong on this because obviously there are songs called Merry Christmas, but I'm saying in the scheme of the classic top 75 songs there's not there's, there's not, not one no. but there of, co- of course there's like there's every single title under the under the sun has been released but in terms of like the big christmas songs in england there has not been, been one like never that been a Merry christmas. and how did you i know you and elton say you, you talk all the time yeah but how did the christmas idea come up he has a song called step into christmas and each year it appears back into the uk charts and each year it gets higher and higher and he rung me on christmas day and he was like, I'm going to do one more Christmas song, and I want to do it with you. And I was like... Mm-hmm. One more, that's it. That, he's going to yeah, do yeah, the yeah. forever. We're, he, we're actually going to do another one next year. <laughs> we, wrote, we wrote one. Um, so in England, uh, tradition is a thing called a Christmas cracker, where yeah. you, one person holds each end and you pull it and it yeah, yeah, pa- yeah. But you say Christmas cracker here, and people say it's, you know, yeah, yeah, a bit different. Yes, different here. <laughs> a bit different. Uh, and you will do one more with him. And what does he feel like now that he's got another hit song on the charts all over the world? Do you know, What's his reaction to that? Well, because um, Cold Heart went number one in England as well, and his album went number one. And fingers crossed, this song does does well. I think he's, you know, he's he's seventy four. He's got a real joy for life. Uh, he loves 
working with new artists, and he always has. But I think now, I don't know. I I think him and him and David, uh, maybe like five years ago, just had this plan of like one last tour, we'll do the yeah, book, yeah. do the film, and, and do the, uh, yeah, and it's all just kind of going better and better and better. So um, I think I think he will stick to his word and stop touring, but. I mean, it's kind of on fire at the moment. It's good. Uh, the song "Merry Christmas" will be one that will be played forever. I, hope I, so. I mean, that's the kind of th- right. The, these, this is a song that goes yeah. forever at Christmas time. Is there a song that stands out to you that when you hear always puts you in the mood for Christmas? For me, I like Mariah Carey. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I love to play a little Mariah Carey at the big right think, after Halloween. Yeah, I think I think. Well, do you know? I went to Spotify in Sweden, and they said that people start listening to that in August. In August, worldwide. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 starts Um, for me. I, you know, in in England, there's a big Christmas song by Kirsty McCall and the Pogues called um, Fairytale in New York, which uh, I I think is the best Christmas song. But in terms of the thing that gets me in the mood, it has to be Buble. I love it. Yeah, you're right. I love it. Michael's great. I just want you to know, if you're listening now, this is for sure happening in the midst of a lot of action at Jingle Ball because there is a forklift that's been backing up for at least 12 minutes now. Ed Sheeran, everybody. Thanks a lot. Thank mate. you. Good so to much. see you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. It's time for Christmas giving number one. So we've got an email from Trisha, who is on the line. Let me grab Trisha Porter of Fontana. Trisha, good morning. How are you doing? Hi, Ryan. How are you? Well, I'm excited that you are our Christmas giving person number one. Thank you for reaching out and writing to us about your sister, Casey. Yes. I'm just so excited for her. She's just such a giving person. So we're going to dial, John Parra, dial up Casey now. We're going to surprise Casey with your email. I'm going to read it to her and then tell her what we're going to do for Casey and the family, okay? So stand by, Trisha. It's all happening as we speak. <laughs> Let me see. Okay, here we go. Okay. All right. This is our phone ringing. Hello? Hi, is Casey there? Uh, this is her. Hey, Casey, uh, it, did I get you at a bad time? No, I'm just at home. <laughs> okay, good. I'm at work. It's Ryan Seacrest calling on 102.7 KISS FM. Oh, my gosh. I have uh, Sissini and Tanya and Patty with me, and I have your Hi. sister, Trisha with me, too. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Sis. Uh, Hi. So I got to tell you a story. Uh, the other day, we got an email, and I'm going to read it to you. It says, uh, Dear Ryan and Sissini, my sister, Casey, is a hardworking mom of two and a charge nurse, a registered nurse leader that oversees a specific department at PIH Hospital in Whittier. She gives to so many people every day, holding the hands of your loved ones as they lay dying. She jumped into action to help a young man who was having a seizure on a plane recently. Anything you could do to help Casey this holiday season would be greatly appreciated. Trisha Porter of Fontana. So... That's what I know about you, and you sound amazing. And <laughs> Thank you. you sound very, very selfless. And you've got a couple of kids, too? I do, yes. Okay. So we're very touched by what your sister had to say, and we wanted to let you know that we're going to send your whole family to Disneyland on us. Oh, my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> All right. So Merry Christmas. Thank you very much. And I'm just before you go, I'm guessing you probably don't get much time to yourself based on what Trish has told me. Um, No, uh, but it's okay. (laughs) Well, it is. But let me just give you a little incentive to take some time for you. I'm going to throw in a Burke Williams 250 gift card for some massages for you, okay? Yeah. Uh, Thank you so much. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. Thank you, Ryan. You're welcome, Trish. Hey, before you go, real just for a second, Casey. Um, How old are the kids? Uh, My kids are four and two. Yeah, I don't have any. So, yeah, definitely yours. Um, (laughs) Our friends at Jack's Pacific wanted to pass along a whole bunch of dolls that I think your daughter McKenna might like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. She is obsessed. (laughs) And who's your, how old's your other one? 
My son is four. Four. And that's Dustin? Uh, Hudson. Hudson. Okay, got it. They got a bunch of trucks and stuff for Hudson. Wow. And thank you so much. You're, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. Hey, before you go, Patty wanted to throw in a collection of her Little Libros books as well for all the kids. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That is so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Trisha, for reaching out to us about Casey. Yeah. Thank you so much, Ryan. She deserves it. She's such a hard worker, and I'm so proud of her. And she recently lost, like, almost 100 pounds. So mm. we're just so we're just so proud of everything she does. Well, wait a minute. On that note, then, Casey, you should go show that off. I'm going to send you to Palm Springs to the Omni Rancho Las Palmas Resort and Spa for a couple nights. All right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you. So, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You, too. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Ryan. Merry You're Christmas. Both of, you. both of you. Hey, before you go... Um, I was thinking the kids could use some new clothes, so I'm going to send you a gift certificate to Kohl's for 500 bucks for clothes for the kids for the holidays, all right? Oh, my God. Thank you. You are welcome. Happy. I'm <laughs> so, it, one of the great things about this job is we get to meet people like you, and it, it makes this time of year really special. So Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And I can't hang up yet. I can't do it. I gotta do one more. Th- I gotta do one more thing. If you have time, I, I want to give you also in addition to all of that a thousand dollars in cash as well for Christmas. No. Yes. No. Oh my God. I'm so happy for you. That is, that is too much. Well, Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Enjoy all of this. Enjoy the time with your family. And I wish you health and happiness in the new year, okay? Thank you. And that same to everyone, too. Thank you, Tricia. Thank you, Casey. God bless. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yep. Tears for me. I know. Who's in? On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. 102.7 102.7 Kiss FM. Let's get to Ryan's Roses. Will in Northridge says, My wife has an assistant at work she spends a lot of time with. I've never given much thought to it because she said he is gay, but we ran into him the other day and he was with a woman. My wife seemed very uncomfortable. So I began checking him out on social media and he's definitely not gay. So, so Will, thank you for coming on. Do you, so you think your wife has been lying about this guy because she's been hanging out with him, seeing him? I mean, I would say it's a little bit more than that. I mean, you you hang out and you see your friends. Uh, This is her assistant. And when he first got the job, it was a very normal sort of platonic work relationship. And then it started progressing. Like, you know, suddenly she was working till late hours, like nine, 10 o'clock at night. It was very abnormal. And they're, you know, having coffee on weekends to, you know, supposedly, do work stuff. And it just got to the point where I finally had to, to just ask her flat out if something was going on. And she was like, he's gay. Like we're just, you know, we just have a really close work relationship. So I didn't think anything else about it. Um, then, you know, I think last week, a couple nights ago, we, we went to dinner and there he is with a beautiful woman having dinner. And that wouldn't have been so weird if my wife hadn't gotten really uncomfortable about it. Uh, almost like not really angry, but like, you know, that kind of hurt almost. She was very uncomfortable. Oh, was, you mean she had her feelings hurt because he was with another woman? Yeah. Wow. Oh, this is what I'm saying. And wow. it got really awkward. And so I uh, I started doing some digging on my own. And I, I uh, actually had to, to get her phone because his Instagram was private. So I went on to her phone and looked at his Instagram and it's clear that he's not gay. Okay. And you so, asked her about it? Yeah. Did you confront oh, I, her about the fact that she lied that he was gay or be, or say, look, he's not gay. Why would you say he is? I did. And she just kept making excuses about it that, you know, he he's, you know, trying not to 
come out. Like, it, was, it was everything she could do to make it seem like he, he was and that she was covering her own tracks. So Will was told by his wife that her assistant is gay. They would hang out late, work late. He didn't think too much about it. But then he discovered, well, he's not because whatever he saw on Instagram. What do you see that makes you know he's not gay? Uh, pictures of him with another woman making out and comments underneath it like, you'll make such a cute couple. You know, it was blatantly obvious that he had a girlfriend. And this is like two months ago. I mean, it was very recent that he's he's been with other women. So here's the thing that struck me was that you said you were out with your wife and this assistant was with another woman and it hurt your wife's feelings. Right. I mean, that like she got emotionally affected by it. So that means there are feelings there for some reason so we need to get to the yeah. bottom of it right Sisney what's the plan I can call her and ask her and tell her that we have a delivery for her maybe confirm the delivery address and see how she reacts to that maybe she wouldn't want the flowers delivered to your home what's the assistant's name oh, well, yeah, his name is Daniel just okay Daniel. I'll say that, that I have Daniel. some flowers from Daniel okay, okay. all right so yeah. that name here's the plan Sisney's got it let's be very quiet well we're gonna Call now. Just I need you to say, Ryan, you have my permission to call your wife and her name on Kiss FM. Ryan, you have my permission to call on Kiss FM. Got it. Okay, we're going to do that now. Good luck. Be very quiet until we tell her she's on the air. And here you go, Sissini. Hello. Hi, is this Lindsay? Um, yeah, who's this? Hi, Lindsay. My name is Lauren. I'm calling from the Fresh Florist. How are you doing this morning? Um, uh, good. How are you? I'm good. So, you know, we have a delivery for you that's on the truck to be delivered to you this afternoon, probably actually before noon. And it's from somebody named Daniel. And I... For whatever reason, we don't have the confirmed delivery address. So I just needed to confirm that so that we could make this delivery today. Okay. I'm sorry. Who is this? My name is Lauren. And you're calling from a florist. The Fresh Florist. We're on Nordoff. Uh, you know the Vaughn's Shopping Center right there? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't. So the only Daniel I know is. And it's my assistant. I don't. He wouldn't send me flowers. Oh okay. well. All I have is that they're from Daniel, and I just need to confirm the delivery address. So where would you like these delivered? Why would? So he knows my address. Right. No, it's our fault. Our systems went down, and for whatever reason, all that was saved was just that part of the information, and we don't have the delivery address. Uh-huh. I, I th are you sure this is, are you sure this isn't another Daniel for another person? I don't, like, this doesn't make any sense. I'm, I'm sure. If you could just confirm the delivery address, we could get them to you. Why don't you call the person who ordered it? Because I, I think this is a that. mistake. Lindsay, your voice is being broadcast on the radio, and I have your husband, Will, on the line. I need you to know that. Can you tell us... What is going on with you and your assistant? Will seems to think that there is more than just assistant work going on. Can you tell him? What? Will, you, you, why, what? first of all, there's nothing, like. Will, Will, why you, don't you, you tell, why? Will, this tell, why. go ahead. You, you, you see how you're getting right now? I know you. This is when you are uncomfortable because you know you're doing something you shouldn't be, and I want to know what it is you're doing. When we when we yeah, saw Daniel the other night, you got very uncomfortable with him being with another woman. You've been spending a lot of late nights with him. You told me flat out that he's gay. He's clearly not. So why would you do that? You tell me that. Why would you do that? Why? The, the, the reason why I am... The reason why I'm stressed out is because what? Why would you call and why would you talk to the? You Lindsay, know, why would you Lindsay, let's Lindsay, and, Lindsay, let's not get sidetracked here. Did you lie to Will about Daniel? 
who I'm married no. to. Like who who reaches out? Okay, to so a you, you're says, not you're not answer. answering the question, which we must believe. Mm-hmm. Then you did lie to Will, uh, unless you tell us otherwise. So you lied to Will about I Daniel. Can t- I can tell you. I can answer you. I can answer you. My husband gets jealous of. Any attractive man he sees that I have the slightest conversation with. All right, this is my assistant. Like, right. I, I, of course I work with him on a daily basis. He's crucial for my job. This so is you're, about male you're, ego and insecurity. So, so, which, okay, understood. But are you cheating on your husband with Daniel? I just can't even believe that he would, like, why, so why would not he come no. to me? It's not why a does no. it have to be addressed on on you know live radio? Like it doesn't make any. This is such an immature way well, look, to go Lindsay, about this. I think we can resolve this very easily. Just tell Will the truth. What's going on? Yeah, we can resolve it. Let's have a conversation like two adults. What well, doesn't sound like I've tried right like how everyone else does in the real world. This isn't a movie. This is like real the real world. Let's have a conversation and talk like two adults. You know, I, yes I, no. I've seen this time and Lindsay, time again in our I gotta relationship. Think, I, I, we're going to have to let you guys go, but I, I, I got to think that your denial here is guilt. Unless you say something otherwise, Will would like to know what's the truth. You're getting very defensive. I would like to which, know the truth, too. I would like to know well, how— This is all you're spinning well, everything. How long has he been suspicious? How long has he been suspicious? Like, is there no trust? Like, all I'm getting are questions back. So how about this? When you get home tonight for dinner, you have a yes or no answer prepared for me. Off the air. Yeah. Yes or no. Great. We can talk about it like two adults. That sounds like an appropriate, mature way to handle this. Okay. We're going to let you go, Will. I think think you have reason to be concerned. Thank you, Lindsay, for talking to us. I mean, look, for me, if Lindsay's asking questions when asked a question, that just reeks of guilt. Right. She couldn't say no. (laughs) Right. Like if it was... 20 different ways. 20 different ways she would answer a question with a question. Yes. Which is not clearing, you know? It's not clearing. 800-520-1027 here. Jordan, good morning. So you heard Ryan's Roses. Um, what did you make of that? Lindsay, for me the thing was, just, just so you know, um, Lindsay, Will's wife, was answering questions with questions about Daniel, her assistant. Mm-hmm. And that made me think that something is going on because when you ask, when you're asked in a situation like that, right, when it's about your relationship, when you're asked a question and you answer with a question, you're doing a dance. What'd you think, Jordan? Yeah. Well, I mean, I did notice that. I'm going to be honest with you, but let me just play devil's advocate for a second. Okay. What if she, I mean, the, she knows Daniel pretty well. What if she is, what if he is gay and she's just trying to cover for him? She's just trying to, make sure that he's okay. She's trying to defend him. You know, they do spend a lot of time together and that doesn't necessarily mean that anything is going on. Is that even, you know, that might I be just, possible. I just think that there would have been a better way for Lindsay to, if it weren't true, to answer the question, right? right. And okay, calmly, well, me, if that me... was the case, she could have been calm. She was not calm. I mean, remember, no, it's... remember, Daniel's the assistant. Lindsay made a point to say to her husband, hey, my assistant is gay. Don't be jealous because apparently he gets jealous. Okay, Will well, found out he's not gay. And she and Will saw him out on a date with a woman and she got emotionally upset about it. So yeah, a lot of indicators. I think here's why. I think she knew. She knew that Will was going to overreact. I think that's why she got upset. Look, I have dated more than one guy actually who gets super jealous and it's just so so you think really she awful. was she was just trying to um to help him from getting jealous by saying all of that about daniel I, the, the yeah, assistant because you know what she's probably had the conversation with him before about someone else where she did say no nothing is going on and he probably still is going after her about any guy that she knows. So at this point, maybe she can't even say no anymore because it doesn't mean anything anymore to him. He'll just accuse her with anyone, you know? I, I don't know. I just, we've heard mm. a lot of these. I feel like when you answer a question with a question, you're guilty of something. And I also thought she was like yelling at him in a way that, she was I don't know. I felt, I, I, yeah, I feel like something's going on. All right, Jordan, thank you very much for calling. Yeah. You know, the, the issue is, here come the holidays. Here comes the drama. More and more requests for Ryan's Roses as we're getting closer to the end of the year. Oh, the stress yeah. is peaking. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest.
I just was saying to Sisney during that song, you know, we we don't I'm gonna use a double negative. Sorry, teachers and professors. We don't not talk during the songs. Right. We don't not talk about stuff. So during that one I was like, Hey, you know, how how busy was your weekend? Because Jingle Ball was Friday, obviously. And that was uh that was a full day extravaganza into the night. But uh, Sis was saying with the baptism, the tree purchasing, and the jingle ball, it was an active weekend. It was a very active weekend. And we celebrated Beata. We did a little brunch for her right after jingle ball. So we need to explain who that is. That's <laughs> yeah. Beata, our new first new program director at Kiss FM in 20 years. That's just our, that's uh-huh. our, essentially that's our boss. And first female. It's the DJ. Yeah, first female. DJ on air boss. She, I got to tell you. Ed Sheeran was backstage with us, and she was dropping F-bombs all around him. <laughs> I love how you were just like, yeah, she, almost like as if she was trying to be cool in front of Ed I, or something. I didn't but... know if she was trying to be cool in front of Ed or if she always drops those F-bombs. But like, <laughs> She does. That's how she talks. But there were five microphones around. I, I'm like microphone F-bomb alert. Right. If there's a microphone, we, we you know, button it up. I just am aware. And she was just rolling in with... <laughs> Maybe, I mean, maybe maybe I should try and be a little cooler around some of the artists and do that more, right? <laughs> I probably should, you know? I mean, and Ed was responding to it. He was great. He was oh, telling yeah. me that, uh, you know, we're talking about his Christmas song. He was telling me that he's working right up until Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And then he's going home with the family to spend some time. But because he got that song with Elton, yeah, they're going to work right through Christmas Eve. So, what am I? T- I mean, it is what it is because it's the biggest thing. It, it kicks off the holiday season. Everybody's excited to be there. BTS and uh, Black Eyed Peas. I was hanging with a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, Dua Lipa. What? So, what ended up? She had to cancel. She her voice was yeah. Not right? She got laryngitis, and doctor put her on four day vocal rest. I mean, that's just the news you don't want to hear when yeah. you're a singer. You totally don't. And it's because it's this tough. is a tour. We have we have her on all the stops. So. Unfortunately, she had to cancel L.A. so that she could make it to New York. This, I mean, that's serious stuff, though. You can't mess with the vocal cords, right? right? When, no. when the doc says you have no choice, right? then you really have no choice. I mean, I've known artists to push through and you get a little shot of something, a steroid, right. and, and you make it. <laughs> you can bridge the gaps. But when they say it's a no-go, it's serious. Yeah. So we hope she feels better. Um, you know, the vocal cords are healing, getting back to normal. Lil Nas was having a good time. Yeah. I asked him, you know, what are you going to, what do you want for Christmas? He said, two couple houses. He said, no. <laughs> couple I gotta, houses. I, gotta pick between one. I said, well, listen. I mean, he was kidding, but I thought, listen, you earned a couple houses, man. <gasps> yeah, he like, sure you did. You had a big year. Big year. And the BTS screams are are just, I was backstage. And, you know, there are some, actually, I like these seats behind the stage because yeah. if you bought those right. or if you sat in those, like, Nowhere in the world would you think on paper that's fun. <laughs> I'm just being honest. No, with it's you. so true. It's like Nowhere oh, we're going world, to Jingle Ball, but we're sitting behind, behind the stage, the sta- behind the wall. So we're watching a screen. In, but in you're theory. not. You but are. You're not. But you you are watching a screen. But you're actually watching everybody before they go on stage. Yes. Which to me is fascinating. Yes, I agree. Because I was back there, and you know, everybody who comes out has to be there for a few minutes. Or they're usher. You, I mean, you get to see the the chaos backstage right. before they go because it's a rotating stage. So the next act is setting everything up for there. It's a lazy Susan. The stage is a lazy Susan. <laughs> yeah. It's like having, it's like ordering in Chinese food or Italian food or pizzas, yes. and you just put everything in the center and you rotate it around. Totally. And so you get to see like who does a prayer before they go out, who does a cheer before they go out. That's you, true. You get to see all that stuff, and so. You know, you're backstage, and you got BTS sort of comes in like a parade. I mean, they they just roll. Around. They they say always say to me, Brian, they're ready. Get up, get back there. Get, oh, yeah, you got to yeah. do go, the go, intro. Go. Let's go, let's go. Get up there and I think. All right, I don't see him yet. So I wave to the people that are backstage behind the screen. Right. A couple people say, Hey, how you doing? No, oh, that's nice. Wow. Then I couldn't see him, but I could hear the screams from backstage <laughs> and the screams from the arena. That BTS was making their way to the wings, and man, when they did, the place right. went nuts. Nuts! You can still—I feel like my ears are still ringing. I know that when we're out there, everybody just wants like the next artist. Mm-hmm. So I try and be short and sweet. But I did throw it out there. If anybody, the only—I did throw it out there. I was looking around at the crowd, and I thought, oh, man, I wonder if anybody really in this moment is thinking I could use a Ryan's Roses. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
And I, you know what? There were some. There were some takers, and I saw it on their faces, <laughs> and I threw it out there, and I got some takers. There you go. I threw it out there, and I got some, I got some warm response to that. Oh, that's funny. So what struck you, Sissini? I mean, being backstage, and you know who really struck me was Ty Verdes. Ty Verdes. He yeah. is A-okay. some, yeah, A-OK. He is someone like, he's just been at the grind for so long, and he's so humble. And a year ago, he was working at the Verizon store. Mm-hmm. So it's just amazing what TikTok can do to some. Well, he was uh, working at the phone store. Today's his birthday, and here you are saying he's the highlight of Jingle Ball. Wow. Uh, how about for you, Tanya? What stood out? Well, two things. Sarah Michelle Geller listens to the morning show every single morning. Uh, you know, Amy and- Sugarman. I've known Sarah Michelle Geller maybe 20 years. Amy Sugarman introduces her with all three names all the time. Hey, Ryan, it's Sarah Michelle Gell. And I said to Sarah Michelle Gell, does anybody ever call you just Sarah or Sarah Michelle or MG or SMG? That was like a big highlight because I've been She's obsessed with her. I almost like lost my cool, but I feel like I really kept it. I kept my composure. Yeah. And then my second favorite thing was when, so my boyfriend came to meet me backstage and he's just the kind of guy, like he would just, he kind of hangs back. He wants to just wait for me to do my thing. Like he would never go up to you. Even if he saw you, he would never go up to you and be like, Hey man, I'm Robbie. Cause he knows you're working. Ryan walks into the tent and literally spots him and was like, Robbie. And that's went right, over and said, hi. Right. When I meet boyfriends, this way I speak. <laughs> It was just so sweet, well, and I was, like, melting. Everybody that was there was just, like, I just physically saw Tanya melt down to the ground. I want to come back to that next hour and talk about my first physical encounter, my first eyes on him in the same place, my first embrace with Tanya's boyfriend, Robbie. Yes. It was I wanted so to, and I want, cute. And I observed both of you in that moment. So we'll come back to that next hour. On Air. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Let's bring him in. Let's bring in Walker Hayes right now on 102.7 KISS FM. I kind of, you know, I, I go to bed and I close my eyes at night and I think about people I want to be sometimes, and Walker Hayes is on that list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being serious. I don't know him well, but it seems like I would want to be him. And he's with us now. Hey, man, how are you? Hey, what's up, y'all? Y'all doing all right today? We're doing all right. Now, are you in Nashville? Yeah, I'm in Nashville today. I'm actually in an area called Berry Hill right in the day. All right. Well, I'm I'm just telling you right now. I may be looking you up. I'm coming for Christmas. My sister lives not far from there. And we're all coming in for Christmas oh, nice. Day. Yeah, so. Dude, come on come on over. Tear up the house with me and the kids. We got a trampoline in the backyard. You can you can bounce around <laughs> with us. You can you can actually see what it's like to be Walker for a day. <laughs> what is it like to be Walker for a day these days? Man, we're have we're we're in a good season, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a good it's been a good year. We're we're we just got a lot of gratitude going into this holiday season. It's insane, and um, my kids and wife we we've always just been happy people. You know that's that's one thing I'm blessed with is just a a house full of happy people despite our circumstances. But you know with with the fancy like stuff going on. Um, it's different. It's just there's 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 new stuff on the horizon that we're excited about. Well, fancy like which has crossed over into the mainstream is something that we'll get to in a second. But this is not like to many people. It's like oh, Walker Hayes out of nowhere. This is not an out of nowhere success for you. You've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my wife and I moved here in '04. 2004 to, to, to start writing songs. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, look, dude, everybody has, has a, has a lengthy story, you know, here Nashville is not a quick town. It's not a town you come to and you just pop off. I mean, some people do, but those people are not me. And, um, but again, (laughs) man, it's like, like I said before, my family, and my wife, we've enjoyed every drop of this this journey, uh, and, and and um the success is is awesome. But but we were having a good time before, so we're just like I said, we're grateful. And, and so I know that uh, Applebee's has uh, reunited with you in a more official way. Yeah. But what, what, what was that first moment like when they realized uh, how lucky they are to have you as a sing? singing spokesperson 
Well, you know, no, man, at, at first, you know, their marketing department was like, oh, you know, sure, we'll give the song a listen. And then after about a few weeks, I think the song was driving people to the, <laughs> to store. the store and they were yeah. like, oh my yeah. And, and so so they jumped up and down and said, man, let's let's make this a partnership. And it was fun, man. It's like the whole world saw it happen. So that was kind of neat. It's like the whole world cheered when the marriage happened. And, yeah. uh, dude, they brought the Oreo shake back. I mean, who knew a song could, could change a menu? <laughs> but I, I, I mean, listen, I, I, when I think of Applebee's, for me, it was the restaurant we would get to go to on a Friday in Sandy Springs, Georgia. And if I yeah. did well in school that week, we get to go and I get to have the brew pub pretzels or something, you know? <laughs> well, similar Similar experience, man. I mean, my, you know, growing up, my, my parents would take me there. I was never allowed to get fajitas. That was only oh, an the adult thing. Oh, the steaming fajitas. Yeah. The, you know, the do, you, do, you, do you guys remember if, if, if fajitas would sizzle by, oh, everybody was yeah. like, ooh, what, what are they celebrating? <laughs> bro, bro and, when, um, they, when the fajitas would sizzle by and they had the tortilla container, okay? And the oh, yeah. waiter or waitress would kick open the tripod stand to put the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the thing, what do you call it, the tray down. I would yeah. watch from afar and think, I want that kickstand tray, whole action happening at our t- I, table. I know, I know, you wanted it. And you know, it's funny, like I said, I mean, my, my parents were like, no, nah, you're getting chicken fingers or mm. quesadilla. You know, we were never allowed is, to get yeah, the fajitas, but man, it's such a, you know Applebee's is just so nostalgic. I think it's been yes. around for a while, like you like you said, you know. Uh, and they also where where I grew up, they had like the high school uh, apparel on the wall and the pictures and stuff of of the hometown stuff. But dude, my, I remember stealing my dad's credit card and taking Laney, my wife, there when we were like sixteen. And so <laughs> man, it it, it uh. It's a true, you know, the song, as silly as it is, it's the truth. I mean, I've been eating it that is. Bourbon Street steak for years. <laughs> <laughs> Walker Hayes is with us. You can pre-order Country Stuff, the album, out January 21st. Well, listen, man, it's been great to chat with you. Uh, happy for all the success you're having right now. May it continue, and much love to your family. Merry Christmas, Walker. Hey, Merry Christmas to y'all. Thanks for having me, Ryan. See you guys. It's good to see you. All right, buddy. You yeah, take Merry care. Merry Christmas. Super nice guy. Nashville. Bless his heart. Yeah. Nashville. Do you remember? Like, Fiesta Lime Chicken? at I, When I was going, it was TJ Applebee's. TJ Applebee's? TJ Applebee's. Not just Applebee's. It was called TJ oh. Applebee's. Mark, do you remember that? No. I do not. We didn't grow up with an Applebee's. It wasn't in our hood. Yeah, it was Sizzler. Oh. Well, we, mm-hmm. yeah. And Coco's. Was, you have Coco's, Sizzler, Ruby Tuesday, Macaroni Grill, Applebee's. It's one of Bennigan's. Right. I mean, it depends yeah, where yeah, you yeah. are. It was TJ Applebee's exactly. in Atlanta. I think it went to Applebee's before they went nationwide. But it started in Atlanta in 1980. So, <laughs> the, the birthplace, right? <laughs> I, it was in my own backyard. We, we are the proud <laughs> founders of TJ Applebee's, now Applebee's. <laughs> The knowledge that we have. Tell me something good is next. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Let's get Sanaz. Sanaz, good morning. Tell me something good. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well, Sanaz. Thank you so much for asking. So tell us something good. We're uh, on the air and need some good news. Okay, great. So I am an immigrant. I moved to this country five years ago. I went to law school and I passed the California bar exam on my first try. I got sworn in last week and I got a job offer immediately and I'm officially a lawyer now. You're officially a lawyer now? Yes, I am. Congratulations, you passed the California yeah. bar. Um, so, Sana, how was that experience for you? My father is a lawyer. He went to law school in Georgia, so it was the Georgia bar. But he tells me stories about it. How was the exam for you? I mean, the exam this year was really different from the other years because it was online and there were so many complications with the online exam and the computer crash and everything that was going on. It was really tough. Uh, But the good news is that I passed. 
Well, yeah. congratulations. That is a huge, huge uh, accomplishment. What kind of lawyer are you looking to be? Uh, I am doing real estate law and business litigation okay. uh, for now, and I think I like it. My I'm going to keep doing it. Father Sanaz is a civil defense attorney. Oh, wow. That's, That's what great. I said when I was a kid, exactly. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Sanaz, congratulations, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Take care of yourself. Sure. Thank you. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. You know, I made a note on my watch list, guys, to watch that roast that you keep talking about because I still haven't seen it. It's not floating through my, hey, Rye. Netflix. Huh, shocking. Interesting. It's not. It should be here number one. I have so many things going, hey, you want to watch me? Choo, choo. And mm-hmm. that's not one of them. But I'm going to find it. Right. And if you are my Netflix listening, which you probably are, put that up on my, hey, Rye, yeah. scroll. Uh, okay. So we had our Kiss FM jingle ball at the forum. You know, I got a chance to really lay eyes on SoFi Stadium you know, because if you've oh. been to the Chargers games, I've oh, yeah. not been to a Chargers game. So laying eyes on SoFi Stadium, I got a chance to really – and usually when you live in Los Angeles, what do you do if you can? You avoid Friday night traffic. That's but true. we had a chance to really get into it at about 2, 3, 4 <laughs> in the afternoon. And it's real. And I actually brag about it. I was talking to my mom and on, on the way down to the farm. I'm like, Ma, she's like, what? I go, you know, LA traffic is real. You know, it's real. And it's it's a – it's a badge of honor, L.A. Mm-hmm. traffic. And I was listening to JoJo, and then JoJo came back on the air. JoJo was on the air for 12 hours. Yeah, he really was. Funny, you were down there pretty early. Was your boyfriend down there with you early? No, I rode out with Sisney. We left at like 1230 or something so you like that. you beat that Friday rush. I went, it took me yeah. about two hours to get the form. Oh, no, we got there like in 45 minutes because we, there was no traffic. I remember in being in traffic on the way to the forum, hearing myself tell people on this show on the air, hey, leave early. Because there's going to be traffic. I was like, you should have listened to your own advice. Right. Yeah. So we got there, and BTS kicked it off and set the tone. Little Nas and the P's and Doji. It was fantastic. Really delivers, and it moves. I'm always impressed with how that team, the Jingle Ball team, the Jingle Ball crew, move and usher people through and rotate yeah. that stage like the lazy Susan well, of music. You know a secret that we do, I think, is that you know the people that run this, they bring back all old employees that used to work at iHeart that maybe have left and gone to do other things, but they bring them back for these events. And I think that's why it runs so smoothly is because it's like the same crew. I thought it was the iHeart crew. It is our iHeart crew, oh. but there's like sprinkled in people that just don't work for us anymore. Some yeah, exactly. They, back. they get the, the team back together. Well, anywho, you know, lots yeah. of action, but we're also working a little bit backstage. Yeah. I mean, there's a broadcast going on, there's press, there's a red carpet, there's, there's things happening. And I go towards the tent where they have the press and the morning show. Everybody's there from the morning show. And I see Tanya. And Tanya, your lips matched your sequins of your dress, right? Yes. So I had like a red sequin dress on and then I had red lipstick, but I had red glitter over it. So it looked exactly the same as my dress. Yes. I noticed that. Yeah. Power to her. I could never wear lips like that. (laughs) I I don't know what you do with that if you're Robbie. If you're the boyfriend, what do you do in that case? I mean, you don't even want. I mean, you want it, but you don't want it because you don't want all that. No, he was kissing my cheek. Yeah. So I see him. I mean, I recognize the guy because he's been on Zoom with us for years. Totally. Or however long. How long have you and Robbie been together? Forget the breakup. Let's assume the breakup didn't happen. We've been dating. We went on our first date a little over two years ago. That is a lifetime in this universe on this show guys i know i know if you have never listened to this show aside from the married couple here which is sissony only (laughs) um that's a long time for anybody on this show that's Uh a long time patty you've been with your partner for a a really long time as well so i guess i'm talking about tanya and myself that's a long time (laughs) (laughs) anyway i see the guy and he's got the most calm demeanor He's got a docile demeanor, docile demeanor, right? He's mm-hmm. very calm. Yeah. And I walk up and I give him the, and Tanya's like screaming and jumping. And he and I <laughs> remain calm. But Sounds about right. What were, you, what were the words you were saying? I was just going like. Yeah, it wasn't even a word. It was a sound of, a, a, of an what animal. It was an animal sound. And <laughs> she says, oh my, so I, I hug him and I say, it's about time. And he's got this chill like. 
vibe, right? Oh, yeah, he's so chill. He's so mellow. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's like, it's like, it's finally nice to meet you, man. Mm-hmm. Mellow but warm <laughs> and inviting. Well, finally in person. Man. He's a hugger. Yeah, he's a hugger. Yeah. He's, mm-hmm. now, he's, right about, he's right about here, right? He's like this, yeah. right down in here. And I'm like, hey, yeah. come on, man. It's so good yeah. to see you. What is up? And I look and I look at him and I push him away and I pull him towards me. I push him away and I pull him towards me. And I, I say, you and I are about the same size. We could swap clothes. First thing I say to him. <laughs> and that's when I said, that's why I always ask you what brand you're wearing, because if it looks good on your body, it's going to look good on his. <laughs> She's got a point. It's all a little convoluted, but yes, I agree. <laughs> so the human EDM sound machine, Tanya, says, all right, let's let's get this. Let's capture this. I'm like, well, I'm just talking to him. I just met him. Yeah. She's pushing me into the. The set of Entertainment Tonight. I'm like, where are we going? She goes, no, we need to capture it. I, why, why are we going to ET? She said, I just need to borrow their light. <laughs> yeah, I needed good lighting. So I don't know what we did, but we captured the meeting on oh, your phone cute. or something or, or their phone. I don't know. I don't know, phone. but there was a, a slew. We created an entire show of, of people. So I, I, I got to tell you. And I have not had a chance to talk to you about it because the weekend was so busy with mm-hmm. the baptism and the tree purchasing and Georgia losing Alabama mm-hmm. that <laughs> that I really, really like him. Yeah. And you can tell. I think that we have good intuition. We've met a lot of people along the way. Yep. And you can tell when you meet a good person. And he's good mm-hmm. people, man. Yeah. He's good people. I could see myself hanging with him sans y'all. Yeah. <laughs> that that makes honestly step. that makes me so happy. And I actually I was gonna text you after Jingle Ball, but I was trying to be respectful of like you you having a weekend and just <laughs> when did away that from start? Me. Yeah, why? I know. Now? I'm trying trying this new thing of I was trying, boundaries. I was respectful of your weekend, but pushing you into the ET set to capture the moment. <laughs> I'm trying to do do this new thing called boundaries. Um, but I did want to say thank you because I just thought it was so it was just really, really nice because he is he's not that person that would go up to you. He knows you're working and busy. And the fact that you went out of your way to make him feel so welcome. Uh, it just meant a lot to me. Like I, I was like freaking out, but I was actually like wanted to cry because it was just really sweet. And I could tell that you guys genuinely liked each we, other. We, so it was we did. Nice. And I look forward to more and more encounters he's with the best with your boyfriend on air with Ryan Seacrest. That is it for us today. Tomorrow we are back with more Kissmas giving and a second date update. All right. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.